0: What is I sing? Well, um, I sing happen when uh, the puck come down, bang, you know, before the other guys, Mm -hmm. nobody there, you know. Mm -hmm. My arm go come out, then uh, the game stop, then start up.
1: I do and welcome to the Ox Pod. I'm your host, Wellesley. Tonight we go behind the horns with goaltender of the Minnesota Blue Ox, Brady Boudreaux. We have a very fun interview with him as he previews the trip that they're about to head on to Chicago for the showcase that they have. He also goes over the big road victory they had with the Dells Ducks. I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but he also we uh, also do some trivia, some NHL hockey trivia. Um, he does a really good job on that, so you're going to want to stay tuned. You're going to want to Really listen to that. Uh, I was I was pretty impressed with uh, with the interview. It was a lot of fun with uh, Brady tonight. So. Um, first I would say uh, let's go over some other news here. So uh, the Minnesota Vikings are back on track in the wind column, so they're back to two two and one. Um, also college hockey started this past weekend uh, for the Division One level. I know Division Three also started as well. Uh, they have about two more weeks till they officially start games. So I should say Division One started a while ago. So they just started this past weekend with their uh, official games. I, I should say, and Division Three will start uh towards the end of october um so pretty much uh I don't know what else really to talk about. I, I actually did start watching a couple episodes of Manifest. I'm pretty uh, pretty impressed with that show. It, it kind of reminds me of Lost, to be honest. I know I talked about that in the last couple episodes, and I think I'm going to keep talking about Manifest as the season goes on. But um, like I said, I don't want to give any spoilers for anyone that hasn't watched it, but I'm really impressed with it. It reminds me of Lost. I don't know if anyone out there has watched Lost. Um, that got really bad right around Season 3 or 4, but I was so into it where I had to I had to finish the show. I had to keep watching it to know the ending. The ending still confuses me. So honestly, if anyone has watched Lost, I keep I ask them this all the time. Hey, have you seen Lost? What did the ending um what what did the what was the ending like for you? Can you explain that in your words? And and it's always completely different from everyone that I know. So, um you should write on the Facebook page, track me down or anything like that and let me know I'd be uh it would be fun to hear your comments, and we could kind of chime in and get you on. We can kind of talk about that um, and everything, and I could say, hey, this is what this person said. Um, I'd kind of be interested there. Uh, but first, before we dive into kind of this interview with Brady, I'd like to thank a couple of our sponsors here. Um, a couple of sponsors that I want to give a shout-out to would be Welser Automotive, Twin Cities Orthopedics, and Kowalski's Markets. Uh, so, we appreciate the sponsors and everything they've done with the Minnesota Blue Ox organization. So without further ado, I know I kind of went into football, brought up the Vikes a little bit, and kind of went on a little bit of a rant of the show uh, Manifest. Um, let's just kind of get right to it. I know it's going to be kind of a shorter episode tonight. Um, this is episode four of the Ox Pod. Tonight we go behind the horns, like I said, with Brady Boudreaux, and let's uh, get right into that interview. So <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. Here we got goaltender Brady Boudreaux. Brady, how's it going tonight, man? It's going great. How are you doing? Hey, it's going good. Thanks for uh, coming on here. I appreciate it. No problem. Glad to be on. Absolutely. So, hey, with Brady tonight, folks, we're gonna uh, do some hockey trivia. We're also gonna go over the big road win that they had against the Dells Duck last uh, Dells Ducks, I should say, last weekend. Um, where they played them they beat them 3 to 2 on Sunday October 7th. So and then we're going to do some hockey trivia and we're going to preview um the Chicago Showcase coming up. So first, let's talk about that big road win against the Dell's Ducks, Brady. Uh, how was that game? Uh it was a good game. Our, our team played
2: really well. Uh it was an important win just to get us back on track. Uh we you know, we weren't playing our best hitting into it, but you know, that game, we applied a lot of pressure. You know, we did a lot of good things. We, you know, we're getting better. We're back on the right track heading into the big showcase.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You you say uh, getting back onto the right track. You know, you guys get a big road victory, and and now you're going to be on the road for four straight games heading into the showcase. So you know, you guys are heading in the right direction. So talk about uh, the showcase coming up. I see you guys play four games. You actually have two on Saturday, the thirteenth. Um, so that's going to be tough to play a game, you know, at twelve twenty I see you play and then you also play at seven, so talk about a quick turnaround and playing two uh, games.
2: Uh, it's not gonna be easy. I mean, for some of our rookies, I mean we've all played multiple games before in youth hockey, but for junior hockey I don't know how the new guys have done it, but for at least the returners, you know, we should be Pretty used to it. I mean, this isn't my first time doing it. I've done these showcases for, you know, a few years now, so you sort of know going into it what to expect, how to sort of prepare yourself. But, you know, it's, hopefully everyone, you know, they tr- they come prepared and do everything like that, then, you know, maybe a slight alteration to like how we'd play. But other than that, it's just another game. We just have to forget about, you know, when you played last.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you do happen to lose, which, you know, I don't think will happen. But um, like you said, a quick turnaround. So you got to forget about the uh, previous game and get on to the next. And I know when I was playing junior hockey, it was a quick turnaround because we'd always do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we would play at 7 on Friday, 7 on Saturday, and then we'd have a quick early morning turnaround and play at 11 on Sunday. So, you know, talk about getting up, getting to the rink. Um, so, again, you know, if you get a loss the night before, uh, the night before, I should say, you know, you got to let that one go, and you got to refocus and try to get two points. Um, so you guys play the first night, Thursday. You play Pittsburgh Vengeance, and then on Friday you play the Hampton Road Whalers, and then on Saturday you have two games like we were just talking about against Carolina Eagles and the Metro Jets. Um, Kind of just describe a little bit uh, the teams you're about to face and, you know, how you guys expect to, you know, to come out.
2: Uh, all the teams are very good. I mean, I, I doubt there's any team that has a harder schedule because we play two champions, one from our league and one from a different league that changed the league. So, I mean, we have a very tough schedule. I mean our first game against the Vengeance, I mean, they beat the Metro Jets, which are arguably one of the powerhouses at this level. So, you know, we can't toy around with them. Then we play with the Hanson Brothers Whalers, who I know very well from when I played for a different team out in the southeast. They're a very good team. They're, you know, they won multiple championships. They are, you know, the team in this league for the premier level. Carolina Eagles are another good team where, you know, you can't take them lightly. And then you have the Metro Jets, which, you know, they won the NA3 championship last year and then changed league, So they should be a very good team. Like, all of them are very, very good teams. The only difference is maybe one is very good and one is very, very good. So <laughs> we're You know, we have our work cut out for us this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about, you know, the rookies, you know, coming into their first showcase and, you know, being maybe, I shouldn't say unprepared, but, you know, they're going to have to prepare themselves for that quick turnaround, like you said, in four games. I should actually say four games in three days, you know, that's going to be tough for them. And and the adjustment and everything and playing good teams, you know, it's really going to showcase um, the rookies on, you know, this is kind of the opportunity early in the year where you're going to find out, you know, who can stick and play juniors. And, and, you know, who's who's uh, going to maybe crumble and, and, you know, not get a chance or, you know, where trades happen and everything like that. I mean, you look at the NA showcase, you know, that's very early on in the year and a lot of kids that, you know, aren't up to par, you know, they end up, you know, dropping uh, back down to tier three um, and a lot of ups and downs happen early on in the year. Um I guess my question would be, you know, uh, the preparation for you veterans, as you know, this is a this is a showcase, so it's a little different. Rookies are trying to prove themselves in this league, trying to prove themselves to the, uh, the teammates, to their coaches, so they can stick, and hopefully, you know, the next year they move up, and to showcase their skills for college scouts and, you know, higher leagues, the USHL. So how important is this weekend, not only for the rookies, but also the veterans, as you know, you got a lot of age-out guys as well that are trying to get college commitments
2: you know this weekend is important for everyone i think for rookies this weekend is huge because it'll probably be the most playing time they'll have over the course of a few days all season Because most rookies you can probably relate to yourself being a rookie in junior hockey yourself you usually start off on the bottom line or you know scratch. and you know all the players should play at least three games this weekend so you know they'll be able to sort of over a period of time this is a you know this is probably the best time of the season to try and you know elevate yourself up the depth charts where maybe you can prove that you're know, maybe not a fourth liner or a scratch player, but maybe you're a solid third liner or maybe even a second liner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about the yeah. the four games uh, or four games in the um, three days. Yeah, you make a good point. You know, injuries could happen. People get tired. Um, you know, that's a lot. That's 60-minute games. You know, that's a, that's a lot of minutes where, you know, top-line guys um, that are used to getting a lot of ice time, you know, other guys got to step up and get minutes. So, yeah, you make a good point there, Brady.
2: Yeah, and for the veterans, you know, it's just, you know, whereas the rookies are just trying to prove they could stick at this level, the veterans, you know, the age outs in particular, are trying to prove that they could play at a higher level. This is our last year. This is essentially our last chance, and these showcases are the best chance to get noticed by scouts at either the D3 or the ACHA or NIA level. So for us, it's, you know, maybe a bit more pressure because we know we should be playing well. You know, we don't have a you know, I remember being nervous about my first two showcases when I was younger but I knew I had more and now there's not that guarantee. We only have two more you know, after this we only have two more showcases left, we only have one season left. So it's very nerve wracking for, you know, most of the vets who are looking to play at a higher level in college. So for them they just have to, you know, sort of come with their all and just hope, you know, they do good you know, they do well and someone notices their skill.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it is a very big weekend. Uh, You know, a lot of games. It's a big weekend for the rookies and the vets. And overall, um, you know, I want to wish you guys the best of luck. And hopefully, uh, you guys end up on the you know coming out uh, on the better half of the winning record. I should say, you know, at least three and one, four and oh. I don't want to. I don't want to make any predictions here. We can leave that. up to the boys and up to the um, how you guys play, you know. I wish you guys the best of luck. You guys are, you know, you, you did like we said, we you beat the Dells Ducks coming in, so you guys are headed on the right di- direction. You're on the up, um, I should say. So Chicago's about what seven hours from the Twin Cities, maybe a little more, because you guys are all going to meet at the rink and leave from Coon Rapids. Um, what what exactly do you guys do on the bus? You guys going to watch? You guys got a sleeper bus or just taking a coach? Uh,
2: we just have a coach bus. Um... I've only heard of teams that travel, you know, double digits regularly that sleeper buses. Um, most teams at this, I, so I never heard of a team that I either played for or we played against at sleeper buses. Mm-hmm. We easily just, you know, we just have a regular coach bus, but there's not too many of us on the bus. So if we get tired, we'll usually just have two seats to ourselves and we'll just either sleep on the seats or maybe on the floor. That's what I've done before. But, you know, we're not. We're pretty much like any other team on the road. You will have a movie playing most of the time. You know, Rooks in the front, Vets in the back, which is front your rows. Usually it's just, you know, first hour, everyone's all energetic and stuff. And then after that, you know, it's more mellow. Kids are either taking naps or, you know, reading. Some are doing school mm-hmm. or just, you know, doing whatever. But is this for, uh, I can't speak for everyone, but I know I don't mind bus trips. I usually, you know, it's pretty relaxing. Because, you, you know, you can sort of not worry about too much just on the road. And usually it's, you know, a good team bonding thing if
1: oh. you don't do it too much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I loved road games. I, I would rather play on the road than at home. I mean, obviously, you love playing at home. you got the fans behind you. You know, you got the luxury of sleeping in a little more, relaxing. You're comfortable, and you get, you get your locker room. But I love the road because, like you said, you made a great point of bonding with your teammates. You know, I like that. I loved, you know, being in the back, swapping the stories. You know, and hearing about, especially when I was a rookie, you know, hearing about what the league's about and, you know, just kind of the lifestyle and and everything. It's kind of like a, you know, you sit back and you listen and and you really learn um, from the veterans. And, you know, just playing card games, watching movies. Uh, We played a lot of 31 and Cribbage and uh, we also played Spoons, um, but we used to play them with... uh, We didn't have spoons, so we had uh, double bubble gum, and we had gum everywhere, and you had to take the gum, so we had a lot of good things, and then, you know, going into college, it was kind of the same thing. Um, I actually had the luxury of my first year in the Western State League. We had a sleeper bus bus with uh, both Cheyenne and El Paso, so that was kind of nice, Um, but all my other teams that I've been on was a coach bus, but then after that, you know, we weren't, the farthest we traveled was, you know, six, seven hours, so that wasn't too bad, but in the western states, you were traveling as far as 15-plus hours, so, yeah, the the road was better, I liked the adversity of, you know, the fans just chirping you and everything like that, and, and nothing no higher feeling or a rush when you're on the road and you come out on a, on top with a win or you get an assist, you get a point, or you know, maybe you got into a fight or something and you just, you were mucking it up and you know, just the fans were just, you know, always just giving you crap and you just kind of were like, yeah, you know, we won, we, we came out on the better end. You just, I don't know. There's no greater feeling for that. I love playing on the road. So, um, in that sense, um, let's kind of transition here to, let's have a little fun with, uh, the trivia. So you ready, you ready for some trivia here? Let's do it. Okay, so we got some hockey trivia here that I'm gonna play with Brady here. So um, it's a little hockey trivia. We'll do like I don't know five, eight, maybe ten questions. Who who really knows? Um, I'm gonna pick it out. Uh, okay, so first question: um, How many NHL franchises were there in California by 1995? There were three. Oh, by correct current three correct all right let's see here um, um, these are oh there's not that much actually on this site that i'm on all right let's do this one who's the first player to captain two different nhl championship teams Mark Messier. wow you knew that right off the bat you know, it was funny. Before this, as I'm talking to Brady, as I'm prepping for the show, I go, all right, these are kind of hard. Let's kind of test them out so I can get a kind of a medium trivia. You know, I didn't want anything too easy. I didn't want anything too hard. But, you know, then I was going through these answers, and I thought they were kind of medium. And, man, that was really quick. So, all right, let's just keep going. If they get a little too e- too easy, if you're rattling them off here, I might have to go to another site, and I might have to audible on a new tab. Um, All right, new question. Who was the first defenseman to win the NHL point scoring title? Bobby Orr. Oh, jeez. All right, might have to go to a new tab here. We might, we have to get a little, might have to get a little harder here. What coach for St. Louis, Montreal, Buffalo, Pittsburgh? Scotty He doesn't even let me finish. He doesn't even let me finish, and he knows the answer. All right, we're going back to the hard one here. I'm going back. Hang uh, on, bear with me. NHL Challenge Trivia Questions. He didn't get any of these, so okay, we're going to the hard ones now. All right. All right. What type of horn is the San Jose Sharks? They're goal horn. <laughs> the sound,
2: I know. I can picture it in my, or I guess I can hear it in my head. It's like some kind of, I don't
1: know. It's like a fog horn. It's like a, I don't know. Fog horn. Fog. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah, right. All right. You'll probably know this one because they talk about it all the time. Which player was the first in NHL to score a full strength power play, shorthanded penalty shot, and open that goal in the same game? That
2: was Mario Lemieux. Yep.
1: yep. All right. Who had their Detroit Red Wing number twelve retired in nineteen ninety five? It is not. Do you want the answer or do you want to try it? another try? You want me to uh, want me to repeat the question? Try to think of. I'll take one more guess. Okay, so who had their Detroit Red Wing number 12 retired in 1995?
2: Sid Abel. That is the yeah. only other guy I could think of.
1: Yeah, it was Sid Abel. Mm, oh, I wow.
2: figured. I knew the other numbers but I didn't know his was in particular, so. Uh,
1: okay. Which of the following set a record for the youngest, or sorry, which of the following set a record for being the youngest 100 points scorer or player? I should say uh, Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr, Rick McLeish, or Dale That Was Wayne Gretzky? Ooh, got that one wrong. It was Dale Howardchuck reached that milestone at 18 years 11 months of age with the Winnipeg Jets in 1981-82. Okay, let's do, uh, let's do one more.
2: I do one end up with the right answer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm going to try to stump you here. Ah, let's see if you know this one. All right, which team did the Oilers trade Yari Curry to in 1991? LA Kings. You get another guess. Oh, wait, what? Well, okay, I'm going to explain this to you because it says Curry was traded to Philadelphia with Dave Brown and Corey Foster for Scott Mellonby, Craig Burby, and Greg Fisher. Yari was then traded to LA with Jeff Chiron for Steve Duchesne, Steve Casper for a fourth round pick on the same day. Curry never played with the Flyers. So technically, technically you are right because he was traded to LA and he played for LA, but he was first traded to the Flyers, and then they're like, uh hour or two later, later let's make another trade. <laughs> so you weren't you weren't necessarily wrong there. I'm going to give that one to you because I'm big on technicalities. A lot of my buddies know that, so technically you were right. Therefore, we'll finish off with that. So there you go. We had a little trivia here with Brady Brady Boudreaux of the Minnesota Blue Ox. Goaltender. Um, we had a lot of fun tonight. That was a good trivia, man. I have to, you know, I have to give you a lot of credit there. You know, a lot. You were quick with the answers. He pretty much got ninety five percent of them right. I think, or did you No, You got all of them right. You only got one wrong, right? And then you tried again and got no, it right. I got, a, I got a few wrong, but I think he's know. being. I think he's being humble there, folks. I think he's being a little humble. I think you think you did better than you give yourself credit for. Um, but yeah, we talked about that big Dells Ducks uh, victory they had. And then we uh, previewed the pre- preview showcase, um, so I wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, Brady, any final thoughts? Uh, and I just want to thank you again for coming on. Any final thoughts here?
2: Uh, no, I had a fun time on the
1: podcast, so thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I uh, wish you guys the best of luck again in Chicago. Uh, take care. All right, thank you. Yep. <laughs> Once again, that was goaltender Brady Boudreaux of the Minnesota Blue Ox. That interview right there was brought to you by a number of our other sponsors that I would like to take time to shout out right now. Uh, RBC Wealth Management, Geico, Great Clips for Hair, and Lifestyle Fitness in Andover. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did. He did a great job with the trivia. We had a lot of fun tonight. Um, uh, A lot of the stuff we were going over, like I mentioned in the interview when we were going over our meeting and our prep before and kind of figuring out uh if he should do more of more challenging trivia or or easy uh we couldn't really find a happy medium i'd love to get brady back on and try to stump him and maybe we need to do a little more sports trivia all around and maybe some world history trivia i know my uh parents got a little bit of a trivia pursuit out in the garage might have to bust that out and uh make it a little more difficult here for him but uh otherwise he did a great job so i want to congratulate him on that. And I also want to wish the best of luck to the Minnesota Blue Ox as they head to Chicago for their showcase. I want to wish the rookies and the whole team and the vets and the coaching staff. Um, it's all They're all a part of it. It's all a team thing. I hope everyone does well. And I hope the Blue Ox, uh come out uh, 4-0. We want to wish them the best of luck. Uh, so that's kind of our show tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is episode four of Behind the Horns. Uh, and uh, I'm Wellsy love.